It's time to approach, but you took it by surprise And you already know this So won't you throw me up a sign My heart is on the line I need you to be mine And I just want you here with me So baby, if you please You want to come closer Closer to me Cause I got everything you want I got everything you need Oh I hate to be the one to tell you, baby I only wanna say I've been thinking lately I've been waiting here for the thing Peace, love, and life, and peace, love, and light. Welcome, stay, come again. I'm your host, Him Not Them. Got to give and always will a shout out to the ancestors, the elders, listeners, likers, and subscribers. Can't show the hate, no love. As always, drink your water, eat your greens. We're here, we are live, and we are in full effect. That was the sounds of Reuben James, Closer. I like that. I've been on the search for new music. Well, music that's new to me. And I'm trying to, I've been trying to fill these emotional lanes with soundtracks, you know. And when we speak about emotions, emotions and feelings are two different things. I try not to be in my feelings. I try to identify my emotions. And I would like to have a soundtrack to back that. And having time to do that is a blessing itself because this world we live in is crazy. Shit spiraling out of control as we speak, but we have to remain sane and sound with whatever we got going on so we won't be, what they call it, caught in a whirlwind. So the soundtrack for my emotions in the midst of all that has to keep me centered, you know, the best way possible. And this new, this new music tour that I'm on, I'm enjoying it. Greetings and salutations. Hopefully the family is doing well. We're going to hop right into it. The new starts now. We are in the last month of the Jason months. And I feel like this month is going by fast. <laughs> I looked up and it was 10 days. I said, oh, I need to record. You know, but I was too busy implementing what I wanted to start. It, I got caught up. You know, time flies when you're having fun. But with the Jason months closing out and us preparing for the new fiscal year, um, there's still enough time to enjoy 2023. There's much to be learned, much to be gained. I don't want us to fast track or fast forward too quickly and we overstep and overlook and or overlook. Um, me as an individual, I try to find ways to keep myself centered, as I've said. I guess that's the, <laughs> the premise of tonight's conversation. Trying to stay centered. In order for us to do that, we have to go to the beginning. You often hear me speak about um, revisiting, revisiting information and revisiting notes and revisiting, I don't know, lectures or points of view, subtle reminders, some would say. I feel that's important when we're trying to pursue something new or make a fresh start because we often want to start where we are instead of looking at how we got there. Maybe the answers are in the beginning steps and it's okay to kind of revisit them. As I speak about the new starting now, I think about where my journey began and it began in 2015. And in 2015, I had to have my own hardships and understandings 
to bring me to a place where I now had, as they say, hit rock bottom. But today I'm using finding my center, right? So in order for us to do that, we have to first understand that if we're looking for any middle ground, any medium, any balance, we have to have knowledge of self. One of my first installments, when you listen to 30 Talk, is called 30 Talk, when we talked about knowledge of self and what that looks like. And father, mother, child is the beginning, you know, then it's knowledge of self. So once those two concepts are understood through and through, that father, mother, child is the new, not the new, but the real Holy Trinity and not Father, Son, Holy Spirit, having an understanding of what the feminine energy brings into life and what how life is brought into this world is through the woman. You understand what I'm saying? Understanding that the father, the phallus, has a role to play, what the unk is in comparison to the cross. When we speak about the new starts now, we have to go back to the origin and have a better understanding of how our how our foundation is supposed to be laid, right? So when we speak about the true Holy Trinity, the father, mother, child, then the child has to learn and be reared in, in all those other terms that the old folks used to use old folks used to use when it comes to educating a child, that first thing you have to teach that child is knowledge of self. And that's where we begin. Knowledge of self is very difficult to come up to come across, especially in today's day and age when they're trying to find ways to confuse us into not finding ourselves, but spending a lifetime trying to figure that out. When the quicker we understand that, the the better off we will be down the line. So when we speak about knowledge of self, we have to first understand that the melanated man and woman is the original beings of this planet. That's just what it is. If you want to say Adam and Eve, that's fine. They was black. <laughs> if you want to say Moses and Sarah, they was black. Jonah and David and all those people that they are that are written in either the Quran or the Holy Bible, those people were of melanin descent. So that image has to be embedded in our minds to have knowledge of self because we spent earlier parts of our upbringing looking at these um, character figures as being white and that within itself changes and alters how we view ourselves because if the people in the mighty book or in the holy book i'm using air quotes are of pale skin and then we look at ourselves we might not see ourselves as holy when we are the original the aboriginal you understand so now that we've establish what has to happen when we're starting anew we first have to revisit the beginning we have to go to its origin some would say it's genesis we have to go back to that beginning point and understand what that is before we can actually start acquiring or applying that's father mother child is the true is the trill yeah and the real <laughs> um what they call it holy trinity that knowledge of self is important. And now that we have those now that we have those two understandings, we're moving into how we can apply that. We first have to look at ourselves from a subconscious standpoint. The information I'm getting ready to use comes from a book called The Power of the Subconscious Mind. I picked this book up in 2021. I need to get back to it. Because looking at these notes got me like, why did I stop reading this joke? But this book had a diagram. A three bubble diagram talking about or displaying how we can build a better image of ourselves right a lot of times 
it's not what somebody does to us. It's how we view ourselves, right? And sometimes we don't view ourselves in the highest light because we have very little knowledge of self, that we don't have the self-confidence, the high self-esteem, things of that nature, that we find ourselves viewing ourselves lesser than what we really are. So when we find ourselves doing that, <clears throat> excuse me, we have to start practicing self-talk and positive self-talk at that. That's the affirmations. That's the writing little quotes on your mirror so you see it in the morning when you wake up. That self-talk doesn't have to be you having full-blown conversations with yourself. But there's moments in space and time in your day where you'll see where you will see little phrases that can inspire you to move forward. In the diagram, the first bubble is self-talk. Excuse my phone. And then self-talk has an arrow leading to the next bubble. And that arrow is the building stage. So the self-talk builds self-image. As we move into the self-image bubble, we have to think about what we believe. We have to think about what it is that we hold near and dear, the core values, the morals, what Big Mama and them taught us. As I often say, it's okay to have that foundation, but we don't want to be an analog clock in a digital realm. We have to start using what we were taught and being able to apply it in a new space where it requires other information that can help build the self-image that we're looking for. When we move from the self-image bubble, that arrow leading to the third and last bubble is the control. We have to be able to control our emotions and the image of ourselves. Because if we outgrow that bubble, we can potentially burst it or rupture it, and that can have us losing control. So when we move from the self-talk from the self-talk bubble to the self-image bubble, then we move into the performance in action. We can't perform at a high level if we have a very low image of ourselves. If we don't speak highly of ourselves, <clears throat> excuse me, we won't perform at a high level. Our performance actions will be low because we don't speak highly of ourselves. Because we don't do that, we don't see highly of ourselves. So our performance actions, the arrow that leads back to self-talk, is stimulates. Our performance actions stimulates how we speak about ourselves. How we speak about ourselves determines how we view ourselves. And the cycle continues. And that's just what's going on in the subconscious mind. Once we bring that to the physical, we have to start to understand what are we saying about ourselves that's getting in the way of me creating this new version of myself. And I'll leave that there. The new starts now, family. Let's continue this installment. Yes, family, The Great Escape, Larry June. I fuck with, sir. 
It was one of his mixtapes I was listening to, I think it was last year, when I was in New Orleans. And it was like the soundtrack of that trip, like, I think it was Just Another Day, whatever that mixtape was called, that joint was like that. Larry June. Before we move forward, I just want to remind the family it's okay. It's okay to cry. It's okay to smile. It's okay to ask for help. We're moving and grooving. Hopefully we're grooving. Very little losing. You understand me? And in order for us to keep it that way, we have to keep our eye on the prize. You see what I'm saying? Try to find our center. Like I said, I think that's the theme of the night. Well, actually, it's like early morning when I'm recording this installment in particular. I usually record my installments at night. Oh, see, look. But, um, I don't know, this morning I just felt inclined. Not so much a lot was on my mind, but whenever I feel myself self-talking a lot, that lets me know that an installment needs to be, needs to be had. It's too much thoughts running around in my head. Especially with the new fiscal year approaching, I want to be as I want to be ahead of the curve as much as I can without stumbling and fumbling and in order to do that I have to keep my eye on the prize. So whenever I am experiencing a transition or feel as though that is ready for one for myself, I put it in put it in words for individuals who are doing the same thing in their lane. I want to look up look at it as a parallel experience, you know where we're all moving in the same direction in our own lane, just parallel, using the same source. With that being said, we were talking about the new starts now, and in order for that to happen, we have to understand the origins, the genesis, the foundations, things of that nature. We discussed that the father, mother, child is the true holy trinity, that it all starts, life starts there, and anything outside of that is just, you know, whatever it is. Once we have a full understanding of that, the first thing that we teach that child is knowledge of self. And in order to do that, we have to first understand that the first beings that were on this planet were of melanin skin. You understand? The sun was out too bright for the Caucasian to be the first beings. You know, the sun is the sun gives too much to us in order for that to be in scientifical geological fact all right also just a quick side note before we get into the second part of the installment as we highlight i like to look at information where they give a lot of people greeks and the greeks and romans their credit for how society is ran today like you know business and kingdoms and domination and things of that nature but little do people know that they that the romans and the greeks stood stood and sat at the feet of the Egyptians, but first known as Kemet. You know, Egypt is a Greek word, right, that they used to describe what they saw and learned from the original people of that land, which was Kemet. Some people will call it Cush. Some people will call it Nubia, all right? All of those is just names that other people gave of the great society that all of what these great nations that we know today learned from. And it wasn't just a five-year, three-year period. It was a hundred years, hundred years of time, I'm sorry. It was at least a hundred years where they had to sit and learn from the feet of the original people, which were of melanin descent. That's why it's so crazy that they try to whitewash what Egypt looked like to make it look more olive oil <laughs> than of the mud. You understand what I'm saying? 
So when we speak about the new starts now and creating a foundation, understanding that if we were of the original people and then the, the good book says that God created man in his own image, we are of like the creator. You understand? That's why we are able to create life. We are not the omniscient or the omnipotent, but we are an extension of that. So <laughs> now that we've settled that score, when we use that, how do we use that information in the now? I go to my notes. Around this time in 2018, when I started these installments, this information that I'm speaking about now was just bestowed upon me. <laughs> and I had to accept the fact that what I just said was new information to me, that I went my whole life knowing 30 years that I didn't know that the original people of this planet were of melanin. I knew prior to 2018, but it just settled in, you know. I didn't understand the what the real Holy Trinity was. I didn't understand how all these great societies stood at the feet of our ancestors. I didn't understand that. I had to build courage. I, I had to find a way to not so much believe, but understand that this is what it is, regardless if I want to believe it or not. And that's a lot of our, that's our biggest gatekeep when trying to find knowledge of self. It's like, this can't be true because I spent my whole life thinking and believing something else. In order to create a new, we have to take what we know and formulate it. And if it doesn't fit in whatever we're trying to create in the moment, it should no longer exist. We have to build courage. In order for us to build that courage, we have to find our authentic purpose, right? At some point, we have to figure out that this is what I'm supposed to do, not what I want to do, not what I like to do. You understand? But what we're supposed to do in this adult age, if you're a little younger, figure out what makes you happy. Figure out what you can do that regardless if you got paid to do it or not, you will still be fulfilled by that. That's a lesson that shouldn't take a whole lifetime to understand. If you have kids or have young people in your life, and you want them to have courage, start talking about purpose early. Get them to understand that they're here for a reason and it's best for them to find it now than later. We have to also turn our obstacles into assets. Building courage means or should mean that we're going into a battle knowing that we're going to face adversity. That's just what it is. Everything's not going to be a sweep or a clean sweep. You understand? We're going to have to find a way to dig deep. I hate the phrase, grab, grab it by the bootstraps, because they try to use that against our people. But to a degree, we're going to have to get it out the mud, understanding that that's what's going to be sometimes. It's not going to always be a sunshine. I always use um, sports analogies because I grew up playing sports. You would like that 60-degree day, partly cloudy where it's not super hot, you can be on the field. But you don't want that scorching hot August game. Where the sun's at its peak and there's no clouds in the sky and it feel like 85 degrees and you got helmet and shoulder pads on. Nor do you want the super muddy game where it's been raining all day the day before and now you out there slipping and sliding like a trick daddy video. <laughs> slipping slide records. I don't know. You know I'm old. I say all that to say is that it's not going to always be perfect, perfect weather. That we're going to have to build that courage to turn our obstacles into assets. All right? We should be trying to create our future, not predict it, right? Predicting our future, that takes some, that's more thought than action. When we're creating our future, we're putting more foot to ground. 
Now, we can have predictions. We can forecast. You understand? We can assume what we want to have in the future. But it's best that we create it by putting more action into it. That involves courage. That also builds courage. Right? And I'll just leave that there. There's enough information for us to cover our talk for 30 minutes. But we're going to save this for the duration of the month. Because if we want our new to start now, we got to have knowledge of self and we got to build courage. And that's by taking it one step at a time. Like Nipsey said, it's a marathon, not a race. Our last break. Yes, family, that was Wu-Tang Clan. Excuse me. Cash rules everything around me. Apparently, that album, that album is 30 years old. Came out in 1993. I remember being at my babysitter's house watching that video. That shit was dope. When I think about where I stand today in relation to like where hip-hop is, anybody that was born between like 86, I say 85, between 85 in 92, like that time, 93, that time period was just different when we talk about music and what what else we was doing with the music. It was the last bit of the pro-black. It was the last bit of knowledge of self in the music. You see what I'm saying? Wu-Tang Clan was of the five percenters. They was talking about peace, God, and, you know, what the mathematics was. You understand me? They kind of put me on the shit when, at a young age, and it always makes me wonder how I got here. It started then, listening to them niggas. I ain't even know what they was talking about, but I just remember hearing small things. Small words, small phrases, small visuals that piqued my interest. And then we moved 30 years later, we're speaking the same information. You understand? And that's important for us to think about when we are starting anew. When the new starts now, the soundtrack of our emotions, the soundtrack of our existence, you understand? It has to, what we see has to incorporate what we want. What we hear has to incorporate what we want to see. Our self-image starts with how we view ourselves. See how all this correlates? <clears throat> Excuse me. How all this makes sense or it should at this point? We spent the last 20 minutes talking about it. <laughs> it should make sense like nah but i say all that to say is that life's in cycles we are in not so much a simulation but the existence requires repetition and if we are not paying attention to the telltale signs we're gonna get caught in the whirlwind and i'll just leave that there my little rambling mumbling thought for the evening before we close out the installment we are going to talk about our our real relationship moment of the evening 
as always, I'm not fully prepared for it. Let me just think. Hopefully there are people having successful marriages and successful relationships. Let's highlight that. Let's highlight the successful relationships that are out there. We often think that people are upset that they don't have one and they're so bitter that they want all relationships to fail. It's not the case. I see a lot of people celebrating black love, celebrating interracial love, you know. As long as they're not doing no race play, I'm good. <laughs> but I'll just leave that there for another conversation. That's the 30 Talk X, you understand? Post 11.30 p.m., you understand? But as long as their relationship is loving and thriving and purposeful, I'm all for it. I'm also of the learning and the understanding that love is in action. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people want to receive love, but they don't know how to give love. So when you see successful relationships and you hear them discuss and express, discuss and express um, situations where they had to learn how to give love the way that their partner needed it, that's when that understanding clicked for me. And I started putting that into my everyday practice just in any relationship. Not just giving love, but not just showing love, but giving love. And I'm talking about just giving love. When we talk about relationships, platonic, situation, family, friend, bestie, you understand? We all, we all have to show those individuals love just in a specific way. It has to be tailored different. I say all that to say is that let's just celebrate the successful relationships. Let's not just always speak about the hurts and pains and downfalls of what love is and celebrate the ones that are actually trying to find love and the ones that are actually in love. And I'll just leave that there. Before we close out, we are going to now step up the level of understanding just a little bit. I try to find ways to introduce information to people who might hear it for the first time. I might try to reiterate information for people who might have heard it once or twice, but it hasn't really settled in. And then I also have to not have to, but try to display or disseminate information to individuals who are trying to make the next step. And when we're trying to make the next step, we have to challenge our way of thinking. If the news starts now, we have to find ways to travel in lanes that makes that makes us uncomfortable. Right. Growth requires change, but change doesn't always require growth. If we're really trying to grow, some things will change. But if we're trying to change, we don't necessarily have to grow. So when we speak about growing and the necessary changes, we have to look at the information that is around us that might keep us in repetitive cycles that are more like a whirlwind than of successful motion. Understand? And that's because the corporation that we live in has a way of strategically framing information that can keep us in binds and or shackles. When I turn to my notes, I look at something that I wrote down in 2020. This is pandemic time. All right. This is when we've been in the house for some time. And a lot of the information that was being given to us wasn't fully researched. It was bought and paid for. Some would say a lot would say a lot of the people that we looked up to were spreading was spreading. Excuse me, because it's getting a little frustrating. They were spreading false narratives that were allowing us to make decisions that were more forceful than thoughtful. And that's because the corporation that we live in has an understanding of strategic framing. And strategic framing 
involves the purposeful use of techniques, rhetoric, social advocates, and advertising. The goal of strategic framing is to focus the audience's attention on a particular portion of the message in order to gain a favorable response. So strategic framing starts with any piece of information worth click that is, for lack of better, clickbaity. The jab, the Israel-Palestine, Joe Biden, Donald Trump, George Floyd. Any, any polarizing piece of information that can be used strategically has to be framed in a manner where the rhetoric and the social advocate, along with the advertising, all work together so that one main goal and purpose is accomplished. That's why the definition uses the word purposeful, because it's, it's a technique. They're not even they don't even have to really believe in what they're doing. They just know the, the efficiency and the effectiveness of using these three strategies. Like I said, when you use any polarizing piece of information and you're able to strategically frame it and advertise it the way that you like, once a small number of people like it, they'll be able to control the large amount of people who want to enjoy it. That's why they use these entertainer athletes, right? That idol worship that goes into the social advocates. They'll, they'll buy your best athlete. They'll buy your best, um, I don't know, TV personality. You understand? Because that's what strategic framing is. When we speak about framing, the framing aspect of it, framing refers to the subtle selection of certain aspects of an issue in order to cue specific responses. The alphabet soup, the small hat community, you understand what I'm saying? The corporation that we call America. Those are the individuals that are specifically picking small aspects of the information for us to consume so they can garner a specific response that they can either control, get money off of, or whatever the hell they want to use it for, right? So, Last note before we close out, because this is something that we're going to be talking about for the remainder of the month, because if the news starts now, we have to start purposefully putting information in our Rolodex that's going to strategically frame the new that we want. <laughs> this is the tool that the corporation uses to control us. So now that we have this tool, we're going to be able to use it to our advantage. You see what I'm saying? And we're not just looking at it from a woe is me aspect, but actually using the same tools and strategies that the corporation uses to control us, that we can now find knowledge of self and control the life that we want of our own. And I'll just leave that there. Framing is critical in constructing a social reality because it helps shape perceptions. We have to frame our understanding to fit our perception. And that's knowledge of self understanding what that means for you as an individual me as a person i understand that this information can be overwhelming at per at first but once we have an overstanding we'll be in a better position the news starts now let's move in that direction i'm your host him not them and if you really want to have this conversation with me you gotta to talk to me 30 peace Trying to hear